This path will lead you to an unholy place, a cemetery. Hello everybody, Foggy Jack here, the lost boy, oddball of magic, and the host of the Foggy Jack 13 podcast. I'll meet you down in the pumpkin patch where the haunters meet the haunted. Wake up, baby. Are you scared? Welcome to Beyond Ghosts Interactive Paranormal. It is your host, John Crescito. And uh, before I get a chance to tell you folks what's going on for this week, thank you so, so much for tuning in. We love the fact that we get to hang out with you guys every week on the radio. Spread the word. Help us grow. Sky's the limit. This week is what's <laughs> the date, Chef Chick? 22nd. Of June. what month? Right. June 22nd, 2010. 2010, babies. Thank God it ain't no 2012. Or what would happen? We might not be having the show. And how do I know if that's going to be the case? I don't. But our guest tonight, our exclusive guest, in fact, guy we've had on the program before, the listener mailbag. We're going to start that going pretty soon. It's a new part of our program. You folks have already been telling us you want to hear from this guy again. You think he's got some crazy ideas, but he might be onto something. We're going to shake some sense into you. Dr. Alfred Adams. He's back, babies. Dr. Alfred Adams from NaryMidnight.com is here again as our guest. Second time this year, Beyond Ghosts. Interactive paranormal. What do you think, Willard? Are you going to have fun with this guy or what? Well, I'm glad to have him on again. When we had him on the first time, John, the numbers for the show went through the roof. People loved this guest. Boom. They loved the show. We had a ton of downloads, a ton right. of new subscribers. Dr. Alfred Adams is a great guest. He may be creepy at times, but you know what? The guy believes in the philosophy. He's out there spitting, and he might be on to something. Listen up, people. And you know what? We hunt ghosts, and I tell you what, nothing compares to this guy. This guy scares the shit out of me, John. You know what, Chef Chick? Hope you're wearing your Depends, pal. Open I'm mic ready night. For 2012. Open <laughs> mic night tonight. Who cares about 2012? We're talking about June 20 what? Second. 2010. Tonight's night with Dr. Alfred Adams. Open mic. Folks at home, Chef Chick Crescido Willard. This is Beyond Ghosts Interactive Paranormal. It ain't your daddy, it's your mommy's paranormal talk, so you better be afraid, baby. Be very afraid. Alfred Adams in the house. Uh. Talking about a long past 
come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. Hey folks, what's crack-a-lackin'? Welcome to Beyond Ghosts Interactive Paranormal. This is your host, John Crescido. And before I have the opportunity to introduce a guest of ours that's making his second appearance on the program, this guy is one of our absolute faves ever. As somebody coming on and rapping with the Beyond Ghost gang, let me allow my two co-hosts, that's right, Thing 1, Thing 2, they're in the house. They're going to tell you people at home what the heck they've been doing since last we met on the radio, why they're doing that kind of thing and what they're getting out of it. So I'm going to go to ace number one on the mic. We're talking about Ryan, the Professor Willard, the Willardian. Let him tell you folks what's going on. So Ryan, how you doing, pal? What's shaking, brother? Uh, doing good. Uh, you know, we're in the thick of summer here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I hit the wall, John. You, you hit like the it. wall. I think I did. As opposed to hitting the lottery, you hit the yeah, wall I hit instead. The wall. I'm like I'm always tired. I just want to sleep. And, well, and, you hit and, thirty. Well, I hit thirty a while ago, John. Well, not a while ago, but a couple, you know, a year ago, two years ago. Oof. I know. I make you feel old, don't I? I'm you sorry. You do, man. But you look good. But Keep going. I, I know. People tell me my my I got gray hair growing in now. Right. Since the baby came, the bags under my eyes. One big eye, one small eye. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. But other than that, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm um, I'm getting through each day. And that's good. Well, you know, you're up in spirit, so I mean, you can't be doing too bad. No, it's all worth it. The baby Love rocks. The, baby. the wife rocks. Yep, it's life worth is it. good. Life is good. Nothing else. Nothing else today. No. Well, you said a mouthful, so no proverbial <laughs> pearls of wisdom as far as ghost hunting. Uh, keep uh, searching for ghosts. They might be out there, huh? Or they might not. Okay, really good there, Ryan Willard. Now we're going to move over to your opposite end. We're going to talk to Mr. Martin Shefchik. Thing to us going on, brother man. How you doing? Same old, same old. Busy, busy, busy. Like Ryan said, you know, it's the highlight of the summer. I know how he feels being run ragged, but it ain't because I got kids running around out there. <laughs> running from the police? No. Oh. That was a couple months back. Ain't just, <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. yeah. Far hopping again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't doing no running now. At least the P.O. won't let me, so. Okay, let's not go there, pal. I already got enough <laughs> fan mail about that, so everybody's always writing me. So what's that stuff going on with Shevchik? Well, When's he going up the river? C- come up to one of our events, and I'll tell you about it. Fair enough. Do they get a discount? Sure. Ryan's next event the they come to. Shout out, shout out the bar with Marty. My bail money. Guinness. <laughs> Guinness. Guinness. So, no, that's cool. I'm glad you guys are both here. And if you have anything else to say, Shevchik, now's the time. Otherwise, no, I don't have any pearls of wisdom for this. That's it? Nothing? No, get sleep. Which is impossible. I got to tell you guys something really funny because I'm kind of like a new animal now. I feel like I am myself a phoenix rising from the ashes here. And uh, people actually hate the fact that we do this, John, back and forth before we actually start the interview with our guests. Why is that? They're simpletons. No, I don't know why that is, but people actually don't like it. Some people don't anyway. Our critics. The haters. Like George Norrie don't get out there and talk before he has his guest on? He flaps his gums, but then again, he's George Norrie. Right? Uh, I don't know. And maybe, I'm just John Crusito. Maybe so. they just don't want to believe that we have normal lives out of this. And that we're doing this, you know, for fun, fun. and we're trying to make the paranormal less stressful. Yeah. And we okay. love the radio. But now today we're going to scare the shit out of you. Yeah, babies. So you're going to learn the truth tonight with our guests, so guess what? You better pull them covers up and hide, man. Yeah, this might be ah. the last time you're listening to Beyond Ghosts. This could be the end, pal. Tomorrow may never come. <laughs> we're nearing midnight, man. <laughs> That's right, baby. So if you guys are ready... This is definitely Beyond Ghosts, and uh, now I have the absolute pleasure to introduce a great friend of the program. This guy is, you know, ridiculously awesome. We're talking to our friend, and speaking of Nary Midnight, his website is narymidnight.com, 
author, lecturer, he himself a radio host and an all-around great guy. We're talking about Dr. Alfred Adams. How you doing, Doc? What is happening? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. And like I said, I've just been busy. Been busy working. Yeah, so uh, how are things down your way, man? Well, we got the BP problem right in our front yard and backyard. So as they continue to try to, you know, figure out how to plug this hole, the golf is getting totally demolished. And if the undertow does take up what I believe may happen, I believe it may go up the East Coast. And then at that point, all hell is going to break loose. Just have to wait and see what happens. Oh, man. I got a quick thing on that, talking about whole conspiracies and stuff. I just saw something on the internet today. They're talking that there's another leak somewhere in the Gulf. What? Yeah, I saw about. that. Yeah, that, that actually did show locally here throughout uh, southern Louisiana that there is another leak. So yeah, it's, it's closer to the coast of Louisiana. Correct. Yeah, wow. it's not so much a conspiracy as opposed to fact. It's just, you know, how much information they're willing to release yeah. is, you know, becomes the ultimate thing. I mean, the media has the ability to control what they want you to think about by allowing only so much information to be in the news. So they right. kind of control you that way. All right, so you're saying, so as far as uh, you gentlemen know, there's actually a second leak that they're not really telling the rest of the country? Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. They're downplaying it? Wow. There's, there's satellite photos. You can see where the other leak is coming from, closer to the coast. And was it caused yeah. by the explosion as well, or what, what caused this leak? I don't know. Scandal. Uh, good question. Don't have that answer. There's even talks that they believe that uh, the uh, explosion that they have was a false flagship. One thing that had come out was um, the... Uh, CEO sold his shares of stock two weeks before everything busted oh, open. Geez. So he made a killing, like inside trading type crap. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, come and on, no, pal. Wow. There's, there's no end in sight. I mean, they're, they're not going to cap this. This well, is terrible, mean, the, man. The, the whole bad thing about this, you know, you know, the wildlife and the, the whole ecosystem and stuff like that. It's a sin. you got to also look at any aspect of the, the millions of gallons of oil that have been leaked out. They just drill and tap these things. We don't even use that stuff. And yet we're still paying three-something for a gallon of gas out here. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, it looks like we have our own enough oil for our own country, let alone yeah. uh, having to go to Saudi Arabia for all of it. Olay. But I don't know. I can't, okay. I can't stand seeing the pictures of the animals. Yeah, that's oh, that's definitely one of the biggest things. I'll tell you what, Doc. You know, it's all over the net. It's all over the television. You see these poor animals that are out there, the wildlife itself, and the ecosystems, the environments being decimated by this problem that is 110 percent the fault of BP. Well, yeah, and at the same time. Um there's still a lot of stuff you're not seeing. Like I said, uh, the Pentagon just uh, released that they're going to have 17,500 troops come to the Gulf South to help clean up. Uh, possibly due to we are now classified under um, hurricane season. Mm-hmm. If a hurricane comes in, the tidal surge plus the moisture that would go up into the, the hurricane itself and then redump, it would physically rain oil um, all over the place. And, you know, you'd be classified. I mean, they would have to take everybody out. It would be a a total disaster area. Um, Katrina would look like literally a Mickey Mouse show put on a Disney compared to what would happen. Just even if it was a, a hurricane, you know, category one. Right. Not talking about a big one. We're talking about just one, just a lot of rain coming ashore. Wow. It would just be total catastrophe. So, Doc, do you, do you feel that the troops are there for cleanup or do you think they're there for possible civil unrest? Both. Um, I think they're here for both. I, th- I believe they will do some cleanup. But uh, very soon, it's starting to heat up. Today, we was 113 uh, degrees. It's starting to really heat up. And when you get people like that aggravated and the agitation kicks in, um, the uh, fact that you don't see an end in sight with your bills, you're not working, yeah. um, you know, your water, your power, stuff's getting yeah. shut off. Stench, too, I heard. There's a stench coming from the ocean, too, now. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean, if you... Uh, 
are in the right position when the wind blows, you can smell it actually physically in New Orleans, actually in the city. So it's heating up. It's heating up. Okay, outside of that being a man-made problem, whether it was, you know, fault out of being, you know, something that was done accidental or whether it was fault being something that was done on purpose, do you see any biblical implications there, Doc? Not necessarily on a, on a biblical scale. I mean, um, it depends if we turn to a, a major hurricane to where it starts actually raining oil and stuff. I mean, that's going to be a big shocker. You know, it will look extremely different. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been um, true reports that it's gotten so hot in some summers that it dried out lakes. And when uh, the water got into the atmosphere, into the clouds, um, the eggs of the fish and frogs um, hatched, and then it actually rained frogs and fish from the sky. Wow. So, you know, that right there, like I said, it makes it look biblical, but, you know, the oil situation to me, um, I think there's bigger things coming down the pipeline oh, yeah? uh, that we need to be, oh, definitely, that we need to be more concerned with. Um, this right here is just a heavy distraction. That's mm. a nice segue with the whole pipeline comment. <laughs> so well, what's the next hot topic that we're looking at as far as the problems? Right. Gonna be open mic night with you, Doctor Alfred Adams, man. So come on, just keep him coming. Well, one, keep him one, coming. one thing uh, I'll brings up some things when it talks about the troops referring to bringing them down. Um, take this, take the second movie of the Hulk. Um, fact of it was the military wanted to be able to find a way to create a super soldier. Mm-hmm. If you saw the second movie, mm-hmm. right? Um, Captain America, a new movie that's coming out once again, trying to create a super soldier. They have actually done what is called MK Ultra. If you've seen um, the movie Men Who Stare at Goats, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but that movie's a lot more realistic than you think. Even the comedy part, referring to where they actually in Fort Bragg had what they tried to create was super soldiers, psychic super soldiers that could do remote viewing. Um, they had MK Ultra mind control programs and. Perfect example, if you ever go to a comedy club one night when there's a person that's going to do hypnotic and you know, a hypnosis, yeah. it is extremely easy if that guy can get 20 people up there and everybody have a laugh. Just think what the government can do with unlimited resources and money, mm-hmm. referring to mind control. Okay. Um, the movie Manchurian Candidate with uh, Denzel Washington, that yep. is actually based on true events, referring to they did legitimately try to put a sleeper in the White House. This is fact. Um, Kathy O'Brien, and her last name would be spelt with the O apostrophe, B-R-I-E-N, B-R-I-E-N, and you can look her up. She was actually under the MK Ultra program. She came out publicly and talked about how she was, and this is going to sound extremely bizarre, but this really, she believes this has happened to her, that she has been raped repeatedly by Dick Cheney, George Bush. What? Uh, I'm dead serious. You go look up Kathy with C-A-T-H-Y-O-B-R-I-E-N. She she gave detailed information on how they look naked. And the only way she would know that is if she saw them naked. All right, doctor. Now, I know those guys like Bush and Cheney are some of your best friends, right? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. We mail Christmas cards to each other every year. (laughs) Okay, I hear that. Send fruitcake back and forth. So... This lady actually believes 110% that these people defiled her. Not only that, when she actually filed lawsuits and stuff and they got into it, the government threw it out under national security. They didn't even want to hear it. And you can find this online? You can get it on YouTube. You can go anywhere. She has a book out. Looking at it right now. I would, I would advise people to listen to this woman's story. Um, yeah. She made a very interesting point about 
um, babies that um, children and stuff, especially women, that end up missing and never found. We're talking about the ones that end up on milk cartons. Okay. okay. They're never found. Yeah. Uh, there is no DNA, no remains, um, no dental work that will ever be found on these kids. She goes in detail that when she was going through her program, there were hundreds. Listen, do you understand what I'm saying? Hundreds of people that were going through the same thing. These people were repeatedly raped. Um, massive satanic worshiping was being done because they used these girls yeah. as incubators for babies. When their baby was born, they sacrificed it and killed it. Okay. She goes in detail because she, quote, unquote, witnessed this, witnessed this stuff happening. Okay. And she talks in, in heavy detail about it. And I've actually talked to someone who interviewed her and that's when I got rid of all um, telephones. I, I tried to jump off the grid as much as possible. I don't want anything to do with anybody tying themselves to me after I heard some of the stuff I've had True. because I have reason to believe I'm probably being watched a lot more than I used to be. Okay, hold on, Doc. First things first. So hold on. I I'm still quite interested about this lady. So she's talking about, you know, these people being used as incubators and whatnot. You're talking uh -huh. about being sacrificed by satanic ritualistic cults. So how yes. does that tie in with like Bush and Cheney and stuff? Well, she was uh, brought to the White House on numerous occasions and raped by both Bush and Cheney. Are they in a satanic cult? She claims they are, and actually there is proof that he has been to the um, Bohemian Grove out in uh, Northern California, about 75 miles north of um, San Francisco. It's Bohemian Grove. It's an all-men's thing. Uh, it has been proof that they have been there. It's been proof right. that... Uh, it been videotaped, actually. Alex Jones videotaped some stuff when he broke into it and infiltrated it. Uh, they actually flew out there, male prostitutes, to service these people. Literally. I mean, male yeah, prostitutes yeah. showed up and serviced, quote-unquote, the president. Um, very bizarre. Um, they said that uh, uh, there was um, the cremation of care where it looks like they are burning a baby, but a lot of people believe it may have actually been a baby that was actually burned. And um, they walk around in black hooded nights and all this stuff, and they sing chants and all this stuff, referring to like satanic chants and cult type rituals to it's this huge aisle. Yeah, you can find this right anywhere on the internet. Go type in Bohemian Grove, I'm uh, Bush. Uh, let me tell you something. It's yeah. an eye opener. You um, will look at a lot of things extremely different. Um, when you realize the bloodlines that are involved in some of this, referring to there's a basically only 13 bloodlines that really run the planet. Um, and some of them are tied into your uh, Bilderbergs, Council on Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission, Club of Rome, um, Committee of 300. Um, and then as it continues to go up, it gets involved with stuff like the Illuminati, Freemasons, and different things like that. And there is a tremendous amount of satanic activity that goes on referring to rituals and stuff. And a lot of them tied themselves into um, Arista Crowley's beliefs, uh, which, you know, I mean, he got involved with uh, satanic rituals, and then you had uh, Antoine yeah. LaVey, who wrote the Satanic Bible. He started the First Church of Satan. Oh, yeah. And it, they're all tied and intertwined together. And when he gets into the mind control, it's pretty interesting, because you know what? Charles Manson made a very important point. He never killed anybody, and he didn't. But he controlled people some kind of way, and they did it for him. But he purposely never put a knife in anybody. But he, he did somehow, some way create mind control. And like I said, if you go to a comedy club and watch the hypnotic, these people 
are doing things that they normally wouldn't do. And if you ever played a video back to them, they would absolutely have no recollection that they've done it. And they're still doing this today. At the time, it was MK Ultra, which you can look that up now. It is, you know, it'll tell you, you know, it, it was a definite thing right. referring to a mind control program under the CIA. And then it was changed to Artichoke. All they did was change the name, but the actual um, project is still going on. They still would love to be able to create the perfect assassin, the perfect um, soldier, and be able to control them. They used a lot of LSD in the time. Um, and these scientists were actually German scientists that came over after World War II. We split them between Russia and, and United States with the Cold War when they were trying to, you know, get into space and you know, walk on the moon and stuff yeah. of that nature. And the big joke was, you know, our German scientists are smarter than your German scientists. Mm. And they continued to practice it. And actually, a lot of people died from it, um, referring to the, the process. And they even created, during this, they created an actual truth serum that if they ever did catch enemy, they can give them a shot and they would be forced to tell the truth. That's when it got created was through the MK Ultra program. Mm -hmm. So when you see certain movies and, you know, you think he's going to give them a shot and tell the truth, there actually is a serum that, the, that they have experimented so much on that it did it. They even went as far as going into Mexico to get certain uh, mushrooms and they learned how oh. to extract it with Indians to hey. get you to drink it and, you know, create hallucinations. But you know what, Doc? That is something that I absolutely can definitely say is possible. <clears throat> especially the part about hypnotism because I do know people personally that have seen some of these guys out there like that Chief J Medicine hat years ago they would go to these comedy clubs and he puts you under hypnosis and there's a whole comedy skit routine based on that and like I said I know people personally that have been under hypnosis done some really weird wild stuff on stage and after they were released from the hypnotic state they were in had no recollection after the fact at all and like you said they see the videos and they can't believe it's them they never can remember what happened while they were under. So, Willard, what were you going to say? <laughs> Hopefully you're not going to be hypnotized yet. Wake up. Go, Willard. You know, actually, my question was, you've been telling us all these things to look up. I've been doing searches on all these things. So is it safe to say the CIA has my IP address now and is watching what I'm doing? On the porch? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you got to look at it from two angles. Either one, um, the information gets out so much to where they understand, you know, MK Ultra's already came out. That's public information. Um, Kathy O'Brien's um, push to um, justify what has happened to her has become public information. Right. Um, I think where things would have to get referring to, you know, are you being watched, would be if you You're stumble, right. a, you know, you, you stumble across or continue to talk about things that are going on that they don't want you to talk about. The programs are going on, they're just under new names. Uh, what are the names? Well, that becomes the ultimate thing. You know, it could be Project Greenleaf, Bluebird, whatever. Um, but when you sit down and talk about it, when I know for a fact, when I was in Fort Benning, um, I went there and I did a speech, and um, they made me an honorary military police officer. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on there. Um, scientists that was there working on secret projects and stuff because they understand the brain works all the motor skills for the body. Um, then there's um, your conscious and subconscious, but it's the mind that they're trying to get into. The mind is a thing that allowed them to do remote viewing, and remote viewing would mean I could sit here where I'm at, and you could be there, and I would actually be able to see and hear everything that's going on in your room without physically being there. And that's what remote viewing is, and they actually have soldiers that was created to do it and in the movie men who stare at goats um there are some people that had the ability to you know make a heart burst and that's what they did they killed that goat and they thought that would you know what army would go up against the united states if we could just stare at people and kill them wouldn't even have to use bullets and 
that's part of like I was talking about with the Hulk. We've always tried to create the super soldier to make people back down to us. And this has been going on for years. This isn't something that happened yesterday. This has been going on for years. Unfortunately, I don't think they even have to go to the extremes of actually hypnotizing anybody or getting them in the program. You know, even with that movie Splice that's coming out where they, they create this human hybrid, it, the advances that they've made in, like, stem cell the research, they can create stem cells now without even having to extract them from an embryo. They can create my own stem cells from my, you know, from my DNA. So, I mean, you can actually sit around and uh, create, actually well, they, physically create a soul. They're close to even saying that they could possibly recreate dinosaurs now, like in yeah. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Miraculous. Well, another movie that brings a lot of life is... Um, it's an older movie, but it's called Outbreak. Um, oh, yeah. When the, mon- the monkey, you know, yeah. exactly. Well, they wanted to protect and, uh, the weapon. They wanted to, they wanted to protect their weapon. We, we, referring to the United States, have had both biological and chemical weapons for years. We tell other people they can't have it, but we do. And believe it or not, we did sell biological and chemical weapons to Iran. That has sure. come out. And he's used it against his own people. You know, that's what... You know, crazy son of a bitch. You know, he did what he uh-huh. did, but, but I mean, the reality is, he did it. Um, you know, to see what it would do. And I mean, when you, if you go look up stuff like Ebola, I mean, Ebola would wipe out the planet. You know, you're talking ninety percent gone in six months. Ebola looks for a host and kills a person within seventy-two hours, and you bleed hardcore bleed out of every orifice of your body. I mean, it's an extremely painful death. It's terrible. So, I mean. You know, we are seeing a constant um, change within our, our government referring to evil. Um, I mean, think about it. Like this lady, she came forth. She said she was taken away um, at a young age. Um, yeah. She was basically sold by her dad. Her dad sold her to the government, and they did all this stuff, and she was used as, a, as an incubator system. She had babies for these people. They sacrificed these babies, and she said there was, you know, um, tons of people um, hundreds of children that was involved in this. And if you do think about it, look at all the missing children yeah. that never get found, but you never hear that they found the remains of these children. They're just missing forever. Uh, like that one girl not long ago, she was missing, and she lived in this dude's backyard for, what, 18 years and had two kids for him. Right. But can't that just be that there's so many of these uh, child predators running around out there? Well, I don't know. I, I, I mean, there's are a lot of child predators that oh, are running out uh, you know, that are running around out there. Um, I, you know, who knows? They may have been um, picked up, um, brainwashed, put under a mind control, and released, and they watch them. Um, actual facts came out when um, the CIA was in San Francisco. Actually, our tax dollars paid. Uh, the CIA hired hookers, brought the men in, put them on LSD, and filmed them through a two-way mirror having sex. Our tax dollars paid for that. And they wrote all the stuff down, and a lot of the CIA guys, which I thought was comical when I was researching this, said they learned new positions to try it on their wives. I mean, you know, it gets to a point to where you have to to say, this sounds so bizarre, this sounds more like fiction. Right. And, you know, this is a good novel, but when you start to do the research, and it's telling you details, and then when you go do more research on the Internet... You start to realize that, hey, this is actually tied to a program that's existed. And the guy that they said, they show that he, um, quote, unquote, quit yeah. um, being in service before he got court-martialed for what he did. It's a big, great calling show. You know, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but it just seems like when it comes like even the, the sacrificing baby thing, 
I would have to say 99.9999999% of the American population would be horrified by that. Well, how could we believe that the leaders of our country would, you know, allow that to happen or be part of that? I mean, just to me, that's, you know, what's, what, why would the leaders of, People, I mean, they're, they're leading people that would be completely horrified. Most people would. I mean, almost all people would. I mean, how could we say that they are, like, going along with this? Well, I'll put What's it this way. Uh, this, is, this is how I'll put it. When I, when I did the research mm -hmm. and I came across it, at first I didn't want to believe it. You know, I mean, I, I'm sitting there thinking to myself that, you know, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever read. Uh, researched in my entire life. You're going to sit here and tell me, but then I do see evidence and proof that both Bush, Senior Bush, well, you know, part of Skull and Bones, yeah. um, Prescott Bush, the grandfather, actually went and dug up Geronimo's bones, brought the skull to Yale, and it sits there, and there's now court hearings. You can find this on the internet. There's court hearings of the family of Geronimo to bring back the skull that the grandfather took. He went and became a grave robber, and he took it. And during the campaign with Bush and Kerry, because they both were Skull and Bonesmen, um, they when they talked about it, you know, the six, you know, the um, Skull and Bonesmen, they said, "Well, it's so secret, we can't talk about it and stuff." They joked, but uh, there's a tremendous amount of um, foul play that goes on with satanic rituals and stuff of that nature. Um, it makes logic and sense because you'd have to see. And getting more detail, I guess, with Illuminati. I found this out later. My grandfather was a Freemason, and I have a Masonic Bible. Yeah. And it has a tremendous amount of rituals and stuff that are in there. And it does actually talk about sacrifice of children because they're innocent. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it's really bizarre. And then when I found out my grandfather was involved, it really kind of hit home. And... My mom, when I asked her a lot of questions, she told me that her dad told her to never read the front of the book. Yeah. Never read it. And she never did. Right. Well, I, d I did. And That's like I, saying, don't hit the red button. Right. Well, exactly. But she didn't. She, she followed his <laughs> witches and she never read it. But when I read it and got into it, I realized that there's a tremendous amount of um, Freemasonry, um, satanic rituals and cults going on all over the place. Um, that most people are not aware of it. And this could be the guy that delivers you your mail. It could be your banker. Yeah. It, it could be anybody. It's so secretive that um, it's hard to pinpoint, you know, what's going on. If you take a look at any of the Freemasons' lodge, you know, lodges, they have the satanic star for the um, the women. You know, it's actually on the Bible itself, too. Uh, what I might need to do is take a picture of it and scan it and shoot it to you guys. You can post it on your website. It's like... It's really bizarre to see it because it kind of starts to hit home. You have family. When you have family that was involved in this, you know, I don't know. Um, I was told, you know, my grandfather got out in 1950, but my uncle was a 30-year man. He was a 30-year man. He was a 33-degree mason. There's two circles. There's the inner circle that doesn't know really anything, and there's the outer circle that can help create and generate the agenda, which would be global government and you know, stuff of that nature, create a, um, you know, global IMF and stuff like that, which, I mean, we're heading more and more towards that now. Yeah. So we, we shouldn't be afraid of you, doctor? Uh-uh. Okay, because I'm not. I'm just getting kind of freaked out, man. I'm going to go hide <laughs> under the table now in the freaking basement. I'm never coming out. Thanks, man. Well, it's like I said, uh, when when you do the research, like I said, you go look up Kathy O'Brien and, on you know, my troll and stuff like that, and you go look up MK Ultra. Um, if you do pick up her book, she's going to give you massive details of what happened to her and what she has seen. 
Um, and what's interesting is how come, this is my big question, how come Bush and Cheney never filed a lawsuit against her as a gag order? Mm -hmm. Hmm. If I said, if I said John raped me what? And, and, and did all these things to me and I saw him kill babies, um, I would yeah. feel a lawsuit would be coming yeah. down the pipe. At let's least. be, let's, mm -hmm. let's look at it, you know, logic with some logic mm -hmm. and, and, it, it becomes interesting um, how the media has a way of changing things. Here's something that's interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm willing to bet that Clinton never had an affair with Monica Lewinsky. Come on. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to give you a word to go look up. I'm going to give you a word to go look up. It's called China Gate. China as in the country, gate as in a gate. China Gate. Okay. Right Clinton, Clinton was involved in selling both technology and weapons to China. He got caught under the Freedom of Information Act with some people. They were getting ready to go public. He was going to get massively impeached for treason. Probably he might have ended up dead. I really don't know that, if he would have ended up dead or not. But it was severe. He received money. He received, um, it was uh, money laundering to his campaign, to him personally. Go look it up. There is information out there. It's not going to be like, tons of pages like porn but it's gonna be out there you're you going to <laughs> you know it's gonna be there well, how did his how did his well, sperm listen, get on her uh, blouse i don't think it ever did i don't Maybe. think it ever did i think a lot of that stuff was either planet or it was done because if you look at the very first thing when he said i did not have a sexual relationship with that woman yeah he seemed pretty forceful as opposed to trying to cover up a, a, a lie i think him we'll put it this way his wife never even blew up his wife never even blew up. She never really got to the point of pissed off that he did this. Um, a lot of jokes were made. I believe it was prefabbed by the powers that be, such as, you know, your Rockefellers, um, you know, the Bilderberg group that was involved in everything else. They said, look, you're going to have to take this fall because you're getting ready to get fired. When you go look it up, you're going to see the details, and it's going to tell you that it happened exactly at the same time the Monica Lewinsky scandal hit. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. Go look that up. China Gate. I have a reason to believe he never had an affair. So we got Clinton with China Gate. We got Bush and Cheney killing babies. Is it safe to say that Obama's in there and he's he's making everything right and he's turning the White House back to normal? Oh, absolutely not. He's just a puppet. He's just a puppet. Um, I, 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 I believe. That pitch to you. <laughs> I believe that. Um, put it this way. I have more reason to believe he's a Muslim. Than anything, I believe he is trying to. Um, there's going to be some change coming in. Obviously, he doesn't want to go to Arlington Cemetery two years in a row on Memorial Day. Um, you know, prayer was taken off prayer day and all that stuff. Yeah, but you look at a lot of other presidents; they didn't make it. FDR missed a couple. Uh, George Bush never made it to a single one. Yeah, uh, but he he he. He, even during his campaign, I understand that, you know, even during his campaign, you know, he said he wouldn't wear the flag, he wasn't going to be patriotic, he wasn't going to put a hand on his heart, there's pictures with no hand on his heart during the pledge. Exactly, a lot of that stuff. I think he's, I believe he's Muslim as opposed to Christian, like he claims to be. I believe this health care bill is probably the worst bill that has ever been put in place, not because of what's in it, but because we can't afford it. Right. The stock market is crashing right before our eyes. I give us six to nine months, and this thing's going to go belly up. Um, there's proof and evidence right now of food shortages. Here, 
Um, we've already been rationed at uh, Sam's. You go to Sam's, you can only buy one, ba- one bag, a 40-pound bag of rice. Um, food is already being rationed. Uh, I believe when the food ration hits, you're going to see even more rioting because... And, uh, well, we need rice for the gumbo. Yeah, dirty rice. They ration you. You know, um, we're seeing. Uh, if you look, you'll see lumber, cotton, soy, sugar, all that stuff's going through the roof right now in prices. And there's a major food shortage that that's going to hit. We had a long winter. If you take a, if you go back and look, we had a long winter, um, and it was a cold winter, and we didn't produce probably the crops that we needed to. And we had a long spring. Our spring was good and long. So we didn't get the crops that we needed to get produced. Um, if you go back 10 years and do the research, um, United States of America did not produce um, people in agriculture as high as they did in technology and nursing and stuff. People didn't go into the field of that. So we're not going to have the farmers in the next two to three years to produce what needs to be produced because people ain't going into that kind of business right now. We just did just not doing it. They're looking at, you know, hospitals, technologies and stuff like that. But, you know, hey, with the 2012 creeping up upon us, I mean, hell, all hell's going to probably break loose anyway. And NASA today, this is really going to freak you out. You can go write solar flares, NASA, and pull this up. And tomorrow, June 9th, actually scientists will be at the White House talking about the solar flares of 2012, saying that they're going to be at their maximum to where they legitimately will knock out all grids in the United States. I'm talking no power, no cell phones, no television. We're talking bringing us back a hundred years. You want to talk about rioting going on? You haven't seen nothing. Yeah. This thing is going. Oh my God! There will be rape, killing. You're talking escape from New York in your front yard. That means, that means no Facebook either. Right? No more Facebook. No more MySpace. The world's going to just freaking kill itself. Put it this way, um, the teeny boppers is what I call them. All these kids that get on there and say, text me, and I'm bored. You you have no idea of what boredom is until you had everything stripped from you. You can't go to the store because all the computers will be down. They may work something out to where they quote-unquote deal in cash. Your bank, gone. You'll have no money. Well, you'll have no money in the bank because it all runs on computer systems. And if the computer systems aren't working, they cannot give you any money. You you have nothing. you have nothing, and you can go look this up. Like I said, now referring to solar flares, and right. once again, like the movie Knowing, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It desensitizes you. You kind of see it. Now, I don't, I ain't saying it's going to be like Knowing in the very end where everything burns. I don't know if it right. will or won't, but I do know that the energy field from the solar flare will be capable enough to knock out all the satellites plus the electric grid and. Countries that are high tech, such as America, will be brought to its knees. We'll have nothing. Right. We had a I sim- mean, we had a sim- it's just it's going to happen. We had a similar situation out here a couple years back with the October winter storm that we had. It was early October. It was sixty some degrees. They said we're going to get some snow. I wake up to four feet and there's power out for like two weeks. And like okay, you were saying, you, you couldn't get gas for your generator. Chaos. You know, there was there was nothing. Misery. And I'm sure that. Um, I don't know if there was rioting or looting, but I'm, I'm sure people panicked. I'm pretty sure if it would have lasted another week, it probably would have came close to that. There was big oh, panic. Yeah. You know, in, well, like I said, when we had Katrina, it went all chaos. It went, I mean, all hell broke loose. And that's going to look like a Walt Disney movie compared to what's coming down the pipe. Um, if you take a look, like I said, take a look at the, the, the food. If you take a look at the actual stock market itself, 
Um, take a look into solar flares. You're, we have two, two and a half years of some serious hard times coming, and the government knows about it because obviously they're going to have a meeting tomorrow at the White House with NASA, but there's no public information on it, nothing. You realize if they came public right now and said, we got solar flares coming, yeah. we, feel that, we feel that you should do what you have to do with your family, build bunkers or whatever the case may be, um, people wouldn't even go to work tomorrow. Yeah, the economy, they say, they, everything they, would collapse. So they're not going to say nothing to it's right upon us. Um, by the way, if you do research on secret government bunkers, you'll find them in Denver, under the Denver airport. There's a huge base. Um, actually, Jesse Ventura on his um, uh, conspiracy theory show went out there and did some research on it. One of the, the guys that did some um, engineering work, uh, civil and structural engineering work that we interviewed yeah. in, they got some of these places, they, they're cities, referring to actual three-story apartments. They got swimming pools, shopping mall, gas, every, they got everything under there. And if you've ever been to Disney World, under Disney World surface, they got the same thing, streets, sleeping apartments, the whole deal. And um, it's not very hard to do. It just takes time. And between now and, you know, obviously 2012, 2013, there's just not the time to build what's neat. You know, we just don't have the time. So, I mean, there's going to be some serious havoc coming down the pipeline. And I'm, I'm real curious to see how people are going to react. I mean. You have your own bunker, Doc? Actually, I do. Ah, really? <laughs> to build it yourself? Actually, I did. Oh, don't tell us where it is, though. <laughs> well, I wouldn't tell you online you because there'd be, there'd be too many people wanting to get in. But I tell you what, if it's before the solar flares and you got three days to get here. All right, man. I, I get you a spot. Just bring your own food because, you know, it's going to be rough. We like peanut butter. <laughs> we got plenty of weapons up here, so I'll be taking some of these bunkers. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It's funny you should say that because yeah. um, there are people that, obviously, right before Obama came into office, d you did see a soar yes. of gun sales. NRA was like, yeah, you know, Armo, yeah. you know, let's do it. And they're still trying to, you know, put themselves in a position to take away your rights to bear arms. Yeah, yeah. And uh, some of that falls under the United Nations. Here's another thing to look up. It's yeah. called Agenda 21, like Blackjack 21. Agenda 21. And that is going to fall under the United Nations stuff. And what that's going to do is it does talk about depopulation of the planet. And it also talks about taking away the arms and stuff from the people, referring to your firearms. Uh, Bill Gates has now officially come public with funding um, secret vaccines. He's, there's video clips of him talking about it, that the best way to bring down certain numbers for the carbon tax, he physically says that vaccines will kill people, and he says that'll be a wonderful way to bring down the numbers. That is a video on YouTube. You could find that right now under probably Bill Gates' depopulation speech. Something to that effect, you'll find it. And he's put tons of his money into it um, to do this. He's, he has become part of, he believes that the imbalance of, of people and, you know, what's going on in the planet, that there needs to be less people so, you know, we can, uh, you know, survive. And that kind of ties into some of the interesting mysteries of the Georgia Guidestones. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Not entirely, no. no. The Georgia Guidestones, which you can look up, is an actual monument like Guidestones, referring to the stones in Europe, um, it has ten commandments. It's in uh, eight languages, and the number one thing is to get the population of the planet to not to rise above five hundred million. Now you got to realize we're getting ready to tap on 
seven billion people. Mm-hmm. So for them to make sure it doesn't rise above five hundred million, they're gonna have to kill us. A lot of us, huh? <laughs> Most Where of we us at now seven billion. <laughs> Almost. We're at six point eight, six point seven, somewhere it's, around uh, there. You know. And we're, another we're, thing, we're well over. Oh yeah, and, and another we're, thing that we're at is is you know chemtrails and stuff that's going on. Chemtrails are the long white smoke that's behind those planes in the air, as opposed to the short white smoke. Yeah. It has been proof and evidence that barium has been sprayed out of those things in aluminum, and both of those are designed to bring down your immune system. Oh, wow. Make you sick and keep you sicker because there's money in the treatment and not money in the cure with the pharmaceutical companies and the insurance, and it turns into the big bankers. There's been a cure for, for cancer for years. They just won't release it because there's no money in the cure. Actually, AIDS was a biological weapon. It was never quote-unquote, discovered in a monkey like they claim it has. It was actually a biological weapon that got out of hand, kind of like the movie outbreak, and that's when the monkey was, you know, kind of adapted with it. You know, people say, well, how did the, the, uh, the guy get it from a monkey? I heard two myths. One, he was bitten. The other one, he screwed a monkey, and I don't believe either one of them. But, you know, rumors are rumors. The reality has been around for about 20, 30 years prior to, like, the HIV that affects humans. Simian mm-hmm. AIDS, though, Doc, is a real thing that has been around for a very long time. We've known about it. Well, maybe, but I, I still believe the, the strand, the strands that they have now, the strands that they have now, are, was produced in a lab for biological weapons. Anything's possible. Well, what yeah. about this uh, swine flu? Is this going to oh, be a, a pro- is this going to be a problem again this Stop year, or is this hand. under control? I don't think it's under control. I believe it will be a, um, a problem in some areas. Um, actually, if you look up some clips on YouTube, man-made swine flu, you will hear. Doctors and scientists say that it was generated in a lab. The split was cut and put together. So uh, that swine flu that they have talked about from last year was generated in a lab. I believe it was a test. I think they put it out there. Um, You can look this up. Actually, under the Clinton administration, the government had the right to test both biological and chemical weapons on the people, and it done it. Um, Under the Clinton administration, once again, that's information you can find all over the Internet. I think people are just desensitized with um, your reality shows, uh, American Idol, Survivor, The Bachelor, Bachelorette, (laughs) crap that don't mean anything, but they're so sucked into it that, um, you know, it gives them a chance to do what they need to do because you're focused on something else. What what about the flu shot? Is that uh, that there to to keep us immune from the swine flu or is that putting other things in our body? Uh Uh-oh. Um, I, I, I would say I wouldn't take it and I'm not gonna. And, um, I think elderly people, um, you know, I mean, flip a coin. Uh, I really don't, I don't, I believe, um, that there is definitely something in the shot that will trigger other things. Um, some proof in it was, and you can go look this up. There's another thing that was on the internet, a girl, she was actually a Redskins cheerleader. I can't think of her name, but she was a Redskins cheerleader and she took the swine flu shot and she is jacked up like you can't even imagine. And, and that is all over YouTube as well. You can probably type in Redskins cheerleader takes take shot. And I'm sure something will come up on it. And you can watch it. And it will blow your mind. She cannot talk. She cannot walk. But she can run. And she, when she walks backwards, she can talk. What? It's Yeah, it's really. You got to see this. It's an interview with her. Um, you need to take a look at it because it is. It is. <laughs> beyond bizarre and it happened after she got the shot it really jacked this girl up and she was a redskins cheerleader look if you want to be safe let me tell you guys what all you have to do every day is just take a centrum complete 
You'll be all right, guys. Or a Flintstones chewable for Marty. <laughs> I kind of lucked out when I was in the military. They were shooting up with me with vaccines that I couldn't even freaking name. Yeah, what, what do you think Hopefully you got? Hopefully we're testing on you, I pal. tell you what, I don't get sick. Well, I, I do know that there's been a tremendous amount. There they, they has been proof and evidence of, of um, military experiments, uh, nerve gas, stuff like that. There have been shots given to um, military um, soldiers, and some of them did get sick, and some did die. So, you know, you may be lucky that it didn't happen to you, but some of them did, and, and that's public information, too. You can look that up. Uh, the government did come clean and state that they have tested, um, you know, vaccines on soldiers. They lined. They basically what they did is they lined you up. I mean, you were in a line, yeah. you know, front to back, back to back, and you walked through and they, you know, rub alcohol on your arm, gave you a shot. Next, next, they next. And air guns. They were like air guns. Exactly. They just rode. They just and you rode through. Forty or fifty of them. And you have day. you have no say when you sign up for the military. You're pretty much sacrificing your body, saying you're allowing for them to do anything they want the to. Pretty much, right? Oh yeah. I mean, they own your ass. Yeah, they own. It's actually illegal really? to get a tattoo while you're in the military. Really? Because you're defacing government property. Really? Yes. I, I believe it. I'll it buy is. that for a dollar. It is. I'll buy that for a dollar. Wow. That's an actual article the UCMJ you can get punished for for getting a tattoo while you're in the Especially a visible tattoo because you're defacing yeah. government property. Well, you know wow. what, gentlemen, let, let me say this. Now, hold on, doctor. Unfortunately, we're rapidly approaching the top of the hour. I just cannot believe we how pretty do a commercial break. it went by, man. But listen, we're not letting <laughs> you go yet. You ain't going nowhere yet, partner. I want to ask you a couple more questions if I can. Yeah, yeah. So what can we look to in the near future? What's going to happen, short version? Let's say by the end of the year, what's the worst that's going to happen in your opinion? What are we looking at, pal? Market's going to crash and there's going to be a massive ration of food. Okay, so let's, let's fast forward. That's, I got you so far there. What about next year? What's going to happen, short version, 2011? What's the worst? I believe we will go to war with Iran and President Obama may execute the war privileges and stay our president for quite some time. Hey, what about wow. those what about those guys in North Korea? I believe that's going to probably take care of itself due to the G20 summit will be held in South Korea next year. Okay, so I, then I believe that's going to take care of itself. It's going to be a heated moment. Um, I believe it'll settle because the G20 summit's going to be held in South Korea and obviously if there's a war it won't be able to be held there. So I believe that might that might take care of itself, but I believe we'll go to war with Iran, and maybe that too far after that because we'll already be in 2011, yeah. 2012. We'll have to start off the campaign of Obama trying to be reelected, yeah. and due to that, I think he may execute the war privileges, saying that we're on a a war in three fronts: Iran, Afghanistan, and Iraq, and our economy system will be totally kaput. Uh, food will be extremely hard to move. And we will have some some serious trouble times ahead. And so, so twenty twelve isn't like the uh, movie twenty twelve. It's not gonna be like the complete end then. No, that no, nah, nobody can escape all that crap, man. I mean, that <laughs> dude would have smashed, dude, with the yeah, rocks that, coming man. down. I was laughing my ass off at that movie. <laughs> that, that, that's a, that's a comedy, damn man. That's a funny movie. <laughs> I, I know people died. They didn't sleep for friggin' three days after watching that. They thought that was going to be the end. Twenty twelve, they were going to be Kaputsky. No, I don't think it'll be like that. I think twenty twelve solar flares are more. As a matter of fact, they are a hundred percent realistic. Yeah, I believe the 2012, 2013 flares are something that has to be looked at. Um. Get ready because when, when the blackout hits, it's not coming on for a long time because you're talking about, you know, 
250, 300 million people without power, just in America, not even talking about the rest of the world. You're talking about total bring you back Stone Age Flintstone deal. It, it's going to be serious. So you better stock up on them shotties now, huh? Oh, yeah, beef jerky, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so listen, so we're going to let you go, though. Before we do, though, Doc, listen, Dr. Alfred Adams, tell the folks at home listening, I mean, you are just like a, a ball of fire. We love having you on. You have all this knowledge to impart to the world. Where can my listeners be on Ghosts? I know by now, Doc, you have their friggin' attention. You do. Where can they find more information about you and what you do, brother? Uh, go to the main website, www.nearingmidnight.com. That's www.nearingmidnight.com. Okay, before we go, Chef Tick. Chef, <laughs> Chef Tick, I changed his name 2012. 2012 doesn't matter anymore, but no. <laughs> Chef Tick and Willard, any more questions, any parting words for Dr. Alfred Adams? Talk to me, guys. Come on, let the guy know what's up. I'm trying to d- digest it all right now. I'm going to go home and look up a lot of this stuff on the internet. And... I'm in a cold sweat, pal. Thanks. And hopefully no one comes knocking on my door saying, Marty, what are you looking at? G-Man. One, one quick question. Is this uh, illegal immigration border rule that's going on in Arizona, is it going to turn into something bigger? Or what's going to be the issue with that? Well, I believe by the end of the year when the market goes to a crash and then the food shortages kick in, there'll probably be a release of the borders between Canada and the United States and Mexico to where there'll be a... Um, basically a borderless community. All three of us would be like North American community, and they'll usher in a new currency to try to help stabilize it. That's why gold is constantly going up. Um, And I will advise you, do not buy gold certificates. Buy gold coins. You want it in your hand, a gold thing in your piece of paper. That's just like the dollar you have. It's worthless. You want to get gold physically in your hands. They actually expect by the first quarter of next year that gold would rise to $10,000 an ounce. Um, that's actually, I talked to a guy at Merrill Lynch today and he told me, um, every DVD check that I get buy gold. And, um, he said, I guess the only thing that's going to be worth something, everything else is just going to collapse. And, um, it, if you look at a graph, if you go and punch in Dow, Standard and Poor's 500, S and P 500, uh, New York stock exchange, you go type that in and go look at the graph just from January to now it's moving down. It's not going up. It's moving down. Um, we're trading under the 1999 time frame, and we're in 2010. We're trading at 11 years ago. That's how far down we have come. Um, it's, it's, it's bad. It's just that people aren't paying attention because the average person isn't an economist. Yeah. True story, man. That's good uh, final words of wisdom. Buy gold. Buy gold. And shotgun shells. <laughs> AR-15s. And beef jerky and peanut butter. We quit watching so much damn reality TV, guys. Yeah, we can't get no, can't buy no rice. Get a clue. <laughs> and don't drink the water in Mexico or the Yellowstone, Canada. Exactly. All right, so Dr. Alfred Adams, we're going to get with you again, my friend. Absolutely. Uh, and you have your own radio program. We'd love to come over there and check you out on that side of things and make it happen sometime. Oh, absolutely. We're going to set something up in the coming weeks, and uh, we'll talk more on a paranormal scale nice. as opposed to a, I guess you'd call it a reality horror. Oh, my no, God. No. That's good. I couldn't have made it up, I sleeping at night. <laughs> Truth is strange in fiction. So, Dr. Alfred Adams, thank you very much, my friend. Do not hang up. We're taking our break for the evening. We want to say goodbye to you properly off the air. So, hang on, Dr. Alfred Adams. Be back in a minute. This is Beyond Ghost Interactive Paranormal Babies. Ooh-ah! Hey, this is Ken Gerhardt, the Monster Hunter, as featured on the television show Monster Quest. And when I'm out in the field hunting chupacabras, I love to listen to Beyond Ghosts Interactive Paranormal. <laughs> I saw a pretty 
herself She looked at me and this is what she said Oh, there ain't no rest for the wicked Money don't grow on trees All right, folks, Beyond Ghost Interactive Paranormal, Mr. Host John Crescido. This is going to be a wrap. We've come to the end of the hour for June 22nd, 2010. Our guest tonight was none other than the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. Alfred Adams, of course, from NaryMidnight.com. More information on that man. To check out what else he's working on, please go to that site. And, of course, let him know Chef Chick sent you. And uh, as far as what's coming up next week, well, I'll tell you what, the best way to stay informed, babies, Easiest pie, go to our website that's beyondghosts.com. And of course, you can keep current there with all the happenings and news. And maybe if you're lucky, you might even get an autographed picture from none other than Ryan the Professor Willard, the Willardian. So uh, that's all I got for you until next week, folks. We'll see you. We'll see you on the radio, no less. Help us by spreading the word. Check out the website. Hit us up at some events. Drop us a line and also fill our listener mailbag with questions you want us to answer on the show. We'll see you people next week. Love you very much. Thanks for listening. And uh, ciao, What they said goodbye. And if you don't say anything, that's fine too. That's cool in the game with us. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Foggy Jack Live Podcast. Please follow us on all our social medias at FoggyJack13. Also, make sure you subscribe to YouTube and to our Patreon. Hope to see you all next time down in the pumpkin patch. Thank you, goodbye, and blessed be.